Good morning, friends. This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement. It is Tuesday. We're talking about bonding today, you guys. Yesterday, we talked about maturity and, you know, just different values that we can look forward to. I totally blew it on the character list, you guys. I'm going to probably do a redo episode or another episode about maturity, just going over some character traits because yesterday I didn't have much. I had the values in front of me and I just sort of drew a blank. I still get nervous recording these podcast episodes, you guys, but today we're going to talk about bonding and, you know, before we jump into it, you guys, I want to pray because I believe if we can get down to the nitty gritty of these things, we can really begin to see God work in our life in really deep areas of our life. You guys, God says, break up the unplowed ground. It is time to seek the Lord. There is no limit to the depth of our heart and how far things can go and how much God can really take over. It's just a matter of us going within, right? Finding out, Lord, what do we believe about you? What do we believe about ourselves? What do we believe about the world around us that's hindering our relationship with you? That's hindering the progress we want to make in our lives. That's hindering the relationships that we want to have with other people. We've got to be willing to face ourselves in this way, you guys. And so I want to pray really quick for all of us that God will give us the courage to be able to face the beliefs that we have within ourselves that prevent us from bonding with him. And that's going to be the topic today, you guys. So let's go ahead and pray and we'll jump right into this episode. Uh, Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you for the opportunity, Lord, you give me just to share my heart with people out there, God. Um, I thank you, Lord, that you're sort of using me in real time. These are things that I'm pondering at this, you know, these current seasons of my life, these things I'm thinking about. And I just pray it'll bless other people with a greater perspective of how, you know, they can go deeper with you and their relationship with you, God. You know, everybody always wants to look for you outside of their circumstances or outside of you. And if these things change, Lord, then I would believe this or whatever. But Lord, help us to see that the beliefs that we store inside of our hearts are what is hindering us from seeing you from who you really are. So Lord, I pray you'll bless this episode. I pray you'll help us to recall to mind those things that we do believe that keep us from bonding with you, Lord. Um, I pray that you will transform these limited beliefs that people have about you and transform it into empowerment, God, and faith and love and the fruit of the spirit. So I thank you for this time, Father. Bless every single person on this episode that's listening to this. And Lord, we just look forward to what you're going to do inside of us and through us, God, as we surrender our lives to you in deeper ways. We love you, Lord. We just pray all these things in Jesus' name. All right, you guys. So I was spending some time with the Lord this morning and, you know, this is a big deal for me doing this podcast. I always still get really nervous. I'm like, Lord, what am I supposed to do? Right. You guys, I think we should all have those things in our life that are a little bit bigger than us. Okay. You know, just something that puts us on our face before the Lord and says, God, what do you want me to do? You know? Um, and I think we all have those areas in our life. It's just sometimes we don't even want to think about it because we can get so feel so burdened, but you know what? That's the place God wants to work with us is in that burdened place in that, you know, situation where you're like, I don't know what's going to happen here. You know, how else are we going to see God work if we don't, you know, see him through the weight that we can carry on ourselves sometimes and how he lifts that off, you know, and isn't that really the nature of forgiveness too? When you bring your whole heart to God, you confess your sins, you confess the things that you, that you're aware of and ask him to forgive you and how those, those chains really begin to fall off. You guys, the chains will continue to fall off as we grow and progress in this way. Go deep with God, ask him to reveal the areas of ourselves that keep us from him. And so, you know, I was, I was thinking about and talking about maturity yesterday and in how, you know, what maturity in Christ looks like, you know, and it's very tangible in the sense of we're all human beings. Jesus Christ came in the flesh so we can extract the qualities that he had and we can apply it to our life. And so being able to put language 
to the character that we're trying to be, you know, to be like Christ. What does that look like, you guys? And so I talked about that yesterday in the podcast, putting more language to maturity. And so uh, I was like, Lord, how do I tie this in with bonding today? You know, how does maturity and bonding go hand in hand as far as, you know, who we're becoming, you know? And so this was a thought that came to my mind, you guys, and I want to share it with you. So the one we bond with or the one we bond to is who we conform to. And then the one we conform to is the one who we will become. And I was like, wow, you know what, Lord? I never thought about it like that. You know, the one that you're bonding to is who you're going to conform to. And isn't that true? Think about children when they're born, right? And in their environment. The first thing that we do as human beings is we learn to bond with people, right? I mean, hopefully that's what's supposed to happen, you guys. And I'm fully aware, as I've shared my story with you, that not everybody gets this, but you got to get it now. If you didn't get it as a child, now that we're adults, we're responsible for seeing these needs inside of us. You guys, bonding didn't die in the garden, okay? Look, Adam and Eve still needed each other. They still needed God when they were kicked out. How much more do we need each other in Christ, right? Especially when we're living in the consequences of the fall right? The knowledge of evil and how that impacts us. You guys, we desperately need bonds with people, people to relate to us, right? Through, through the struggles and then other people who can, you know, give us encouragement in God's grace in its various forms, because we've been delivered from certain things and God covered us and God gave us another perspective and, you know, that kind of thing, you guys. So anyway, you know, the one that we bond to is who we're going to conform to. So like, as I was saying, when we're growing up as children in our the environment that we're in our mother bonds to us and we become like our parents right we we want to be just like them we want to emulate them we want to you know imitate and copy and and be just like them because of the bond that we have with them that's the nature of it you guys and then the one that we conform to is who we're going to become you guys we are a product of our environment whether we like it or not you know we're a product in our environment in a sense of, okay, if you didn't get bonding in your environment, maybe you don't trust bonding. So you're, you're pretty jaded. You know, maybe you walk around wearing certain pieces of armor and you guys, I'll do another podcast about that. I think it was last weekend. I was kind of reflecting on, you know, uh, how the different injuries that we've had form who we are right now, you know? And so anyway, uh, the people you bonded to helped form who you are at this very moment in your life. Okay. So our maturity is a result of the bonds we have as well as a result of what we don't have and cannot cultivate alone. So your bonds that you have with people are going to determine the type of character you're going to have in your life. And if you don't have a lot of good character traits, you got to check out the people that you're bonding with, or maybe not bonding with at all. Maybe you're just isolated by yourself, you know, and that's, that's something that you've got to face with yourself even before you, before yourself, before the Lord, before yourself. Be super honest with yourself. God desires truth in the inmost parts, you guys. We don't have to be afraid to go this far with God. He's not going to, you know, get mad at you or whatever. You know what I mean? And we're going to talk about those things we tell ourselves today, what we believe. And I strongly encourage you guys to get a paper and pen. And when I ask these questions, write down the first things that come to mind. Because that's, that's really what you're living by, whether you acknowledge it or not. You guys got to get to the root of these things. And that's not going to happen if you don't self-reflect. Okay. So uh, our bonds, here's another point, you guys. Our bonds can blind us to how we may be injuring ourselves 
and enabling the ones involved. How? Let me just see if I can break this down for you guys. Okay, so growing up, I bonded with my mother, right? You know, I told you guys. And because of the bond I had with my mother and wanting to be with her, I learned to neglect the things that I needed. Okay, and then I started focusing on everybody else outside of me trying to take care of their problems and their issues for the sake of maybe mine being addressed, right? Because I saw once I learned I couldn't deal with my problems my way by talking to a counselor and doing that, learning that it was a burden to the one I bonded with, then I tried to fix the problems of the one I was bonded with so therefore I could try to have peace in my life, okay? Now, me not dealing with my own issues, that is a, that was an injury that I had gotten that I didn't even realize was, you know, messing with me. When I learned not to deal with my issues and learned to deal with everybody else's, I became an enabler to people, right? I didn't see them as response-able, right? Everyone has a choice to make in their life. I'm not responsible for other people's decisions, but if I was bonded to that person, I somehow would attach my responsibility and their life to, to them, right? I was, co I was codependent in that way. My identity and who I was was dependent upon them in that way, right? I told you guys in another podcast, I found my worth in how well I helped other people solve their issues, right? Because that's what I would, that's what, just what I did. That's when I got the most attention. That's when my parents paid attention to me is when I, you know, went ahead and, and sat down with them and asked them questions and all of that. That's how I found my worth. And so, and I never realized how me doing that was hindering other people's growth and taking responsibility. Okay. And blinding me to the fact that I still had things inside of me that needed to be dealt with. I had my own problems just as well as my mother did. Right. So my bond with her blinded me to the fact that I still needed to be able to deal with those things that I was struggling with. And it blinded me to the fact that I was enabling people and really allowing uh, manipulative, controlling people into my life because, you know, they're like, well, what do I got to do anything for? Ashley will do it for me, right? Ashley will do this. Ashley will do that. Ashley takes responsibility for everyone's life except for her own. I mean, people, people who, um, especially victims, people who don't want to take full responsibility for their life, they love people like us because we do everything for them, right? So they don't have to do nothing. They can just sit there and they don't have to experience the consequences for what we're doing it for them, right? The emotional consequences, you know, the stress, we actually pick, we, we deal with that and we start to try to rearrange things for them, you know, so we won't feel stressed. So we're like, well, what do I got to stress for? All I got to do is receive the benefit. So anyway, you guys, my lack of bonding with God can hinder me and it will because, okay, hold on you guys. My lack of bonding with God can hinder me and it will because to be attached to God is to be attached to life and love. So let's talk about that. Is there areas in your heart where you aren't bonded with God? How is that hindering you? If I'm not attached to God, if he's bonding, you know, if I'm not bonded to him in every area of my life, if I don't continually uncover beliefs that I have about him and why I don't bond with him with my whole heart, okay? then I am detaching myself from life and from love. I'm putting myself back in isolation and hiding, right? To be attached to God is life and love, right? That's that God is love and God is life. He only knows how to make life. He is living, right? But I can cause death in myself in a way 
because of what I because I'm not bonded to him in the way that'll bring life and love into my life. All right? He is the living God and will love me into maturity and he will cut off the thinking that is dead that is hindering me and weighing me down. Right? So the Lord will do that with you as well. He wants to, he wants to bring you into full maturity. We thought, we talked about what, what maturity was yesterday. That's his plan. He's going to love you into that, but you've got to be able to expose places in yourself that are not allowing that bond to happen. You cannot, like we talked about in another podcast episode, what comes first, bonding or boundaries, right? Parents don't just start bossing their infant around. They bond with them first, right? They get that love inside of them first. So when the boundaries start coming, they understand out of the context of a love relationship, right? It's not just, oh, you know, you know, uh, bossing this kid around, telling them what to do, but there's been an investment. There's that love. That's where it's going to start with us in Christ, right? He's going to love you. He's going to bond with you. You got to get that down first before you try to, you know, take on the boundary side of it. There has to be both of them going together because as God, as God gives you boundaries, if you're rooted in love, then you understand, right? You have more of a, you're not being resentful towards him. Like, Oh, God's just holding out on me. Right. Or he's, he doesn't want me to have anything. He's, he's just such a limiting God. Right. You get what I'm saying? Cause it says God's commands are boundless, right? So there's no end to God, but sometimes the way we think about him, we will see him as an end to us. Right? Like, and I think a lot of people do. That's why a lot of people, even, even in the world, don't even want to serve Christ. They see him as, man, he's going to take all my fun away. I'm not going to be able to do anything, man. My life's going to suck. It's like, nah, they ain't even like that. Maybe you just don't have love inside of you and you just see God as this lawgiver and not the love and um, at the same time, right? And like with Adam, he bonded with Adam first in the garden. He didn't just give him the command. He bonded with him. He created him and then he gave him the command. So we got to kind of follow that same pattern with God. Love is first and then the boundaries are set second. So let's, let's talk about limited beliefs really quick, you guys. I was sitting here and I was asking God these questions to you guys. I'm not telling you to do anything that the Lord is not working on me right now. Like I said, this is, this is, uh, my development in real time, so to speak. I'm just sharing my life with you guys in this way. You know, I told you I get up every morning. I've been spending time with the Lord every morning for the last 13 years, you guys. And so this is just now an opportunity for me to encourage you guys with the things that he's been showing me over these last 13 years. And to also share with you the things that I'm learning right now, because it ain't going to quit. It's not going to quit. You guys, we're going to continually be growing and developing as people as we should, right? Because as I said, we live in a fallen world. We have the knowledge of evil. We have to be able to deal with that. So let's talk about limited beliefs, you guys. To serve God, what does that mean? Serving God means, write the stuff down, get a pen and paper, pause the, pause the, pause the podcast for a second, and just really think about this, you guys. Serving God means, what does it mean to serve God? What comes to mind, okay? Um, oh, here's another one, you guys. This isn't a, a this isn't a question or a kind of open-ended statement. This is more of something I hear time and time and time and time and time again. He gives you more than you can handle, so you'll trust him. I was like, really, you guys? Did you not read the parable of the, the servants and the talents? It says that he gave them wealth. Number one, is wealth a bad thing? <laughs> and he gave them to he gave it to them according to their ability. Right? So I was like, okay, 
people have that thinking that he gives you more than you can handle so you'll trust him well what about the things you believe you can handle do you trust him with those things right i mean come on you guys we got to start to take part some of this thinking that we have because like i said our beliefs determine how far we're going to go in life with the lord you know everyone always quotes that scripture jeremiah 29 11 i think i think that's the one you guys what's the famous one I've given, I have plans for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you. But how many people hear that and they're like, yeah, whatever. That is such bullcrap, right? So is God a liar or is it the beliefs that we have about God that are lying to us? And are you willing to take apart those beliefs that you have for the sake of growing more intimate in your relationship with God, right? People that are going to be in the kingdom are going to be people who are seeking after God in this way. Like they're going all in, right? I mean, they're on they they know there's no condemnation. They're looking for all the grace they can, right? They're willing to expose every part of their heart, good, bad, whatever, for the sake of knowing him more. Right? Isn't, and isn't that what Jesus said? What is eternal life? Is to know him. That's pretty amazing when you think about it. Eternal life, you guys, isn't just time, right? It's forever. Because think of, a lot of people think about that and they get burdened. Oh man, I'm gonna be in heaven forever. What the heck? Right? Because they don't know the joy of knowing him. When you know the joy of knowing him, that will completely change your perspective on eternity and all of that. Right? So know him more and you will understand what he's trying to tell us, you guys. So uh, let's let's look at another one. God won't be pleased if, excuse me, you guys, where in your life do you think that God won't be pleased with you? Where are you stuck underneath condemnation? What is condemnation? Pointing out your wrong. Where do you point your wrong out in your own life? And you see that as your filter of why God isn't going to love you or help you, right? Where are you stuck underneath shame? It says in the garden, Adam and Eve were naked in the garden. They felt no shame. What is, what is shame, right? Shame puts you into the isolation, into that hiding. Fear is tied to that, right there. I mean, there's a lot of things going on there. So pinpoint in your thoughts, where are you hiding from God? Where do you feel like his grace can't touch? What do you think is going to happen um, if you uh, don't do this or that? How do you base God's love for you in your life? Is it only when you're doing certain things? What about when you're not doing certain things? Like, you know what I mean? Get real with yourself about that, you guys. All right, let's talk about this. Obedience means. What's obedience mean? You guys test your beliefs. What does it mean? Right? What meaning have you attached to the word obedience? Okay? For me, obedience used to mean following directions. That's all That's all obedience was. And that's the context I heard. Be obedient to God. Be obedient. Be obedient. Uh, even in the context of parenting. Right? Follow my commands. Be obedient. That's the only thing I ever heard. But you guys, I got something a little bit different that I've learned in the last probably few months. Honestly, and it is, yeah, like I said, the last few months. This is a growing thing for me too. This isn't, you know, Ashley, stop. This is, like I said, this is real life and I'm sharing it with you guys. So this is how I've come to understand obedience. True obedience is rooted in submission. And what's submission, you guys? You guys remember what submission is? I talked to you about it in one podcast. I can't remember, you guys. I'm not super good at pinpointing all the podcasts. I hope you guys are listening to him and being encouraged though. And I even talked about it in some of my YouTube videos. What is submission? Archaic definition, which is absolutely ridiculous, but still, we're gonna roll with it. I love this definition. I'm gonna call this the real definition. The acknowledgement of your heir. Submission means the acknowledgement of your heir. Are you guys 
Excuse me, guys. Sorry about that. Are you guys understanding that in the context of your life? Submission, acknowledgement of your error. Is that happening? Are you doing it? True obedience is rooted in submission, which is acknowledgement of your error. And as a result of you acknowledging it, acknowledging your error, you're willing to put yourself under his authority, right? You're going to allow God to influence you. Seriously. I mean, that's not what Adam did even in the beginning. He submitted himself to God. You know, Adam only knew God's instruction. He didn't know anything else until all of a sudden the serpent came along. Okay. So I just want you guys to think about that today. You know, think about your limited beliefs that you have with the Lord. What keeps you from bonding with him? Ask God the question, Lord, what is keeping me from bonding with you? What do I believe about you? What do I believe is going to happen if I serve you? Right. Are you guys waiting for crap to hit the fan? I used to do that too. I used to not even say certain things because I was like, wow, if you say that you're going to invite craziness into your life. And I was like, heck no, I ain't doing that. But then I had to start facing it a little bit. I was like, Lord, what the heck am I really afraid of? You know, why, where did this even come from? You guys will challenge yourselves in that way. If you want to grow and go deep with God, if you want his grace to penetrate your life and those deep parts of your heart, if you want your purpose to come out, if you want to be used to your full, full extension, then get these things exposed. Quit living in that prison inside yourself, right? You guys have, God is in us. He says, greater is he who's in us than who's in the world, right? So God can give us an ability to acknowledge our error and our thinking. If your thinking is leading you away from God, it's an error in thinking, okay? God's words bring life. That's what he does. He only knows life. But your thinking, your thoughts in your own head sometimes lead you away from that life. So you got to challenge that, right? Don't give yourself excuses. Oh, I'm just human, right? You, now you're like, you got the Holy Spirit in you. It says the inward man is renewed day by day. We go from glory to glory, right? So you need to test yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself, right? Because uh, when you don't think like God, it's bad for your health. <laughs> oh, you guys, for real though, seriously. I mean, you gotta, you gotta check it out though. You gotta check yourself. You gotta... Ask yourself, Lord, what am I believing about you that's keeping me from bonding with you? That's keeping me from being obedient. That's keeping me from living in your boundaries and your parameters. You got to ask all these questions, right? Go deep. Get the shovel out, you guys. That's the only direction you can really go at the end of the day when you think about it. Jesus says, don't look for the kingdom outside of you, right? People are always looking for God in their circumstances. Look for God in your own heart. That's where the Holy Spirit is. You know, don't you guys want life apart from your circumstances? Don't you want to be able to have love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, forbearance, and gentleness regardless? Don't you want to be able to have that kind of authority in your life, right? To where you can just say, you know what, God, this may be happening and I'm looking at this and this is, this is you know, uh, disturbing me a little bit, but I'm going to put a boundary in between there, you guys. And I'm going to be talking about that tomorrow. This is the lead real nice into boundaries tomorrow. Thank you, Lord. Boundaries. Boundaries, not so much in itself between you and people, but between you and circumstances and how you believe they are impacting you at this current moment. So we're going to talk about that, you guys. And I'm going to share a real life example with you that just happened to me over the weekend that gave me the opportunity to really think about this, you guys. Are you able to set a boundary between yourself 
you know, other people, yes, we've been talking a lot about that, but what about between you and the things that you're seeing in your life and your circumstances? Is there a buffer there for you to be able to make a choice on how you're going to respond and how that circumstance is impacting you internally? Okay. We're going to talk about that tomorrow, you guys. So anyway, I hope this episode blessed you guys in some way. This is where I'm going in my life. I'm like, you know what, Lord, I cannot control circumstances all the time, right? There's things that happen that are not in your control, you guys. And I want to talk about that tomorrow. I can't control what people think about me. I'm not in their head, right? I can't control that, but I can control how I view myself. I can control how I view God and I can control how I view the world by allowing God to expose those that thinking in my mind. You know, and if you want to know you have crap thinking, honestly, how do you feel right now? Do you feel defeated, anxious, stressed, fear, fearful, all those things? You know, if you're burned out, right? If you're feeling that, you know there's something in you that's not right. Ask God to reveal it. He will help you. You just got to be willing to go there. You got to go. You got to be willing to submit yourself to him, right? To, to acknowledge your air and your thinking, Lord, my thinking is not leading to life. If I was thinking like you, I would have peace in myself. I would have the fruit of the spirit. You know, I can have life in me regardless of my circumstances. You tell me, Lord, that I can have peace that's for tra- that transcends my own understanding. You guys, but we got to be willing to do this. So that is it, my friends. I love you guys. Thank you for all your support on here. Check me out on Facebook Fridays, Food for Thought Friday. We got Soul Food Sunday with Scott. And uh, you guys, thank you for supporting this podcast. You guys are amazing. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, like I said, I hope it continues to bless you guys. Please continue to share it with your friends. Write it. Um, subscribe to it. The more that you guys engage with the podcast this way, the more it just be- beefs up the algorithm, you guys. These little, you know freaking codes or whatever they have, you know, to say, Oh yeah, this is good. We'll put it out. You guys, I need your help with that. You know, I can put, I can put things out there to encourage you guys, but you guys are going to help make this thing move forward or not. You know, if it's, if it's good, if you guys found value in it, then you guys can bring value into other people's lives by sharing it. Right. That's how we give, we give value in that way. Right. We, we see the things that are benefiting us and we can give that to other people, you guys. So I need your help with that. And thank you to all who have helped me so far. All right, y'all. I love you. I hope you have an awesome rest of the day and I will see you guys tomorrow.